Welcome to the Happy Healthy Mom podcast, the podcast that's all about empowering you to be the wellness CEO for yourself and your family. I'm Bree, the wife, mom, registered nurse, and certified health coach who is passionate about helping you gain the knowledge, tools, and support you need to feel empowered and in control of the health and wellness of yourself and your loved ones. Get ready to trust your instincts, take charge of your wellness because you know what's best. The information in this podcast is not intended to heal, treat, or cure. It's not intended as medical advice or to replace an individual relationship with a qualified healthcare professional. Please continue visiting with and being treated by your primary care physician or healthcare provider. Hey friend, thanks so much for being here today. Today we're going to chat all about snacks. Are snacks bad for you and how you can either reduce how much you're snacking or stop snacking altogether and not just for you but for your kids as well. So are you not able to leave the house without a bag full of snacks? How many snacks do you and or your kids have during the day? Are those snacks nutrient dense or nutrient poor and are those snacks even necessary? I'm guilty of snacking and pushing snacks on my daughter when she was cranky, and I thought it was because she was hungry or I just figured the food would help in some kind of way. Then I realized that I was really doing a disservice because I was teaching my daughter to eat all the time and that it's not okay to be hungry. I'm also guilty of previously bribing my daughter with snack foods. It makes me sad to think about those times because I see that I was teaching her to have a really unhealthy relationship with food. I often see others using snack foods as a tool to bribe as well. Usually goes something like this. If you eat a carrot, I'll give you these fruit chews. Or if you pick up your toys, I'll give you a cookie. I'm begging you to please never do this. Food is not a reward. Food's number one purpose and only purpose really is to give our body what it needs to function as it should. That is it. That is its only purpose. And that is a really key um, thing to remember from this day forward um, to keep it, you know, in the back of your mind every time you reach for something for yourself to eat or for your kids to eat. Is this giving my body what it needs to function like it's supposed to? I used to snack all the time myself because I consumed a very high carb and high sugar diet, um, which means, you know, I would get this spike of sugar in my blood. And then about two hours later, I would crash. I'd become hypoglycemic and I'd reach for something else sugary um, to quickly pick my blood sugar back up just to crash again a little bit later. So I like to call it the sugar carb roller coaster because we're just up and down and up and down all day long. But since starting to live my healthy lifestyle and making just really easy swaps to everything, you know, my food, the toxic products I used to use, everything, I've learned that snacking is not even necessary. So two problems with snacking a lot. Most snacks are what I like to call frankenfoods. So I'll get into that in a little bit, but every kid place I go to with my daughter, um, her gymnastics, playgrounds, field trips, 
just get togethers with, um, you know, some friends, her friends. I observe parents who bring a lunch bag or diaper bag full of snacks. There's, you know, goldfish and graham crackers and yogurt or fruit pouches, string cheese, candy, on and on. And most snacks, everything I listed there, actually, they're not even food. They're the Franken foods. So, for example, goldfish has enriched flour. So when you see enriched on the ingredient label of any food item, it just means that the flour was ultra processed and stripped of anything beneficial. And then they added in synthetic, quote unquote, vitamins and nutrients back into it. Um, So that's something that enriched is something that we want to work to avoid because we don't want that ultra processed flour. We don't want those synthetic nutrients and vitamins. We don't want anything to do with enriched. (laughs) A popular brand of graham crackers also has the enriched flour. It also has soybean oil and hydrogenated oil. Um, They have artificial flavor and cornstarch. These are just a load of chemicals that are usually genetically modified. And for one sheet of those graham crackers, it's 23 net carbs and 8 grams of sugar. So something else that's really important to keep in mind is that the recommended daily amount of added sugar for middle-aged kids is 11 grams for the whole day. Fewer grams for smaller or younger kids, and then the older kids can, of course, have more. And then remember that carbs, those processed carbs, start to turn into sugar while we're chewing. So another thing just to keep in the back of your mind, yogurt is something that we've been told is, you know, a health food because it has the probiotics in it. But most yogurts out there have a ton of sugar and artificial flavor. Um, One of my favorite yogurts that I used to eat had more than half of my daily amount of added sugar for for a grown woman. And then we're giving these same things to our kids who Um, their recommended daily amount of added sugar is much less than ours. The fruit pouches just have way too much fruit, which means way too much sugar. You know, if you think about how much fruit is in there, would you actually sit down in one sitting and consume that much fruit? Um, No, you wouldn't. (laughs) So I am not a fan of those fruit pouches whatsoever. Um, And then the string cheese is typically from conventionally raised cows, which means that it has antibiotics in it and growth hormone, and it's just kind of a hot mess, anything that comes from conventionally farmed um, animals and produce. And this info just barely starts to skim the surface of what we need to be avoiding um, in stuff that we're eating. And I don't want to overwhelm you, so I'm not going to go over each and everything on the ingredients um, that we need to be invo- avoiding. With all that information, I do hope that, you know, I kind of made your jaw drop and motivated you to go throw away these items or anything like them, should you have some in your pantry right now, or at least start to be aware. You know, look at the labels, see what's on there. Do you even know what the ingredients are? Frankenfoods tend to be, um, you know, they're made in a lab. They're not made in a kitchen. They're made by scientists and engineers who take just a little bit of this stuff over here and a little bit of that stuff over there. Neither of those things are actually edible, but then when they're mixed together, they like taste kind of good. So then we're told it's edible and so we end up eating it, Um, but it's not actually food. 
And I also do not want to make anyone feel like they failed as a parent. That's not my intention at at all. My goal is to bring you information that will empower you to take control of your health and your family's health. And it starts with nutrition. It starts in the kitchen. So as I've said many, many times through videos and episodes and um, social media and blog posts and all the things, about 95% of disease as we know it today is preventable. Um, and it's created by what we're doing to ourselves. So again, with what we're eating and the toxins we're exposing ourselves to and stress and all those things. Um, but these include, you know, chronic diseases, mental health, illness, cancer, etc. So let's choose to stop making ourselves sick. And our kids are counting on us to make the best possible decisions for them too. And I know that we are doing our best. That's why, you know, kind of my motto for my business is as we know better, we do better. So this is you knowing better. <laughs> um, it might be hard to reduce snacks at first, but kids are resilient. It actually might be harder for adults to make changes like this than it is for kids. Um, but kids bounce back so fast. And, you know, for us, especially if it's we're on that high sugar, high carb diet, or we like those kinds of snacks, um, it will just be a little difficult at first when we make them no longer available to us. I just need to interrupt this episode for one quick second to tell you how you can easily and quickly meal plan. Do you feel stressed around dinner time or feel like you waste money at the store because you had nothing planned? I feel ya and used to be in the same struggle boat as you until I found Real Plans. Real Plans is the easiest way to get your meal planning done in a snap. It's totally customizable to whatever your dietary preferences and needs are. You pick which meals you want planned. Real Plans gives you the plan, recipes, timeline, and shopping list. Real Plans also has a free app so that you can easily take the recipes and shopping list with you to the store and the kitchen. You can also upload your favorite family recipes with pictures and instructions. It's so easy to use and super affordable at just about six bucks a month. Save yourself the stress around meal planning by letting meal plans plan for you. Head to hippydippymom.com forward slash real plans to learn more. The second issue that I see with all the snacking that we're doing is that it's teaching us that it's not okay to be hungry Um, We're eating so many snacks that we're not actually eating our meals, which means that we're not getting all the nutrients that we need. And it's okay to be hungry. Now, I'm not talking about like starvation or anything dramatic like that. I'm merely talking about going from meal to meal to meal with, you know, from meal to meal to meal, basically. (laughs) It's okay to be hungry right before you're going to have breakfast or right before you're going to have lunch or before you have dinner, because then you're going to get a meal. So often I have parents telling me, or I overhear people saying, my kid just will not eat their meals, no matter what I put in front of them. And this is as I'm watching them dole out snack after snack after snack. Well, what do we expect, you know, for our kids or even for ourselves when we're eating so many snacks? Of course, we're not going to be hungry at mealtime. 
So it is okay to be hungry between, you know, from breakfast to lunch and lunch to dinner. And I don't care how many meals you eat in a day. It could be the three meals. It could be five smaller meals, whatever you have to do to get those essential nutrients into your body within your schedule, right? So, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, no, you have to eat three meals a day. No, six meals. I just eat it when you can. But I'm going to go in now into how we can start to reduce snacking. So one of the biggest, biggest things to reduce snacking is what we're actually eating in those meals. Um, so when we feel like we need a snack or when our kid feels like they need a snack, it could be a couple of different reasons. But one of the main ones is that, you know, something's probably missing from your main meals. Now, of course, there is an exception for babies and infants and small children. They have a really small stomach, so more frequent eating is necessary for them. Um, But for the rest of us, our main meals should each include um, a clean protein, a healthy fat, and a fiber. Um, So these will get you to your next meal without you with you feeling like you have energy still and like you're still actually satiated. Um, you know, meaning that you don't have like these crazy hunger pangs, you're still feeling satisfied. So again, it's a clean protein, healthy fat and fiber, and that should actually be every single time you're eating. So even if you decide to have a snack, it should contain those characteristics, the clean protein, the healthy fat and the fiber. Um, You know, too often our meals consist of a high amount of sugar or carbs, which like I said, you know, with me was causing me to crash and then leaves us with that feeling of I must have food now. And our hunger and moods look something also like that same roller coaster. Like we eat the carby or the sugary thing and then we're feeling great. We're feeling fantastic right after. And then we crash and we're grumpy and we're tired And so then we eat something else that's sugary and carby to pick us up again really fast and we're feeling great and then we crash and it just goes on and on and on like that. So then also having the clean protein, healthy fat and fiber will also keep your energy and your mood really even. And same thing with our children. (laughs) It is the same thing. So if you have a kid that has a lot of temper tantrums, it could be something with their diet, something that they're not getting, or maybe they're getting too much sugar or um, the simple processed carbs. So our main meals should consist of good fats, like I mentioned, the healthy fats. Some of those are coconut oil, avocado, um, cheese, butter, or ghee from grass-fed cows. Um, And good fats are really necessary for good gut health, good hormone health, Um, they help stabilize our blood sugar. They help us keep, they help keep us feeling satisfied or satiated. So we don't feel hungry one to two hours after a meal. They're so necessary and taste so good. Fats are just delicious. (laughs) Um, you know, we should have a big portion of veggies and fruit at every single meal. Now I know some people who, Um, say that the fiber and veggies and fruit actually makes them feel like they have IBS-like symptoms. So, you know, all of this information is if you tolerate it um, well. So you have to be listening to your body as well. 
Keep in mind that one serving of fruit is half of a green apple or a handful of berries. And then the only beverage we really need is water. So make sure that that's um, at every meal as well. Now this next one is a biggie when it comes to snacking. Ask yourself if food is really what you need or your child needs at that moment. Sometimes it's not food at all. And sometimes we're just trying to fill an emotional need. Are the kids cranky because, you know, they haven't had enough water to drink or maybe they need a nap? Um, You know, are the kids really the ones who want a snack or is it you? And do you just need some kind of positive attention like a hug? Do you need someone to talk to? Do you need, you or your kid, need a timeout, a mommy timeout where you like take a bath or something? So many times when we're, when we feel like we're craving something or when we're reaching for food, especially if it's sugary, it's not that we really want that food so much. It's more that, especially for adults, we're stressed or we're lonely or we're sad Um, And we just reach for food to kind of fill that need instead. So really start to pay attention when you're snacking or when your kids are snacking, Um, you know, and you'll start to notice a pattern that'll help you meet that emotional need if that's what it is. So, and of course, you know, there are better snack choices should you need them. So with all that being said, I do feel like there are times when snacks should be available. You know, if you or your child are super active, then you'll definitely need more food as fuel. And you can use snack time to deliver extra nutrients to your body as well. Um, So my top three picks for easy, healthy snacks are cut veggies. Um, So just always keep cut veggies in your fridge. And, um, you know, you can use almond butter or hummus to dip these in because these are also good fats and protein. Um, I like a certain type of, I guess it's technically a protein bar, but they're raw Rev bars. And I will link to my favorite flavors in the show notes, but they're made with all, with raw, all natural ingredients and are very, very low in sugar. And they're really yummy. So, um, like I said, I'll link to those. And then another one of our favorite snacks is plantain chips. So if you tend to snack on salty things and crunchy things, plantain chips are a great option. Um, and they can be used, like I said, in place of crackers or chips. I like to use them, um, like in soups and chilies when we're eating those kinds of things too. So there are healthier choices for snacks out there that are not the frankenfoods. Um, should you decide to snack or, you know, should you feel like you guys need them? So I do have a free guide, um, that goes along with this episode. It's all about, it's a free guide, basically all about raising healthy kids, just with more tips and tricks and information that you can start to implement today to, um, you know, just really see a boost in your kiddo's health. So, you know, set a goal to notice how many snacks are being consumed daily, um, or to notice, yeah, how many snacks are being consumed daily. The first step to making any changes in our lives is just to be aware of what we're doing in the first place. Sometimes it's just become so much of a habit that we don't even know that we're doing it. And then if it, if you feel like it's, you know, an excessive amount, then work to reduce that number. 
Um, So that's it for today. Let me know what you think of this episode, how you feel about snacking, if you allow it in your house or not, what some of your favorite snacks are by taking a screenshot and tagging me at Hippy Dippy Mom or send me a direct message. That's it for today, friends. Take care.